0: Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off Doomed and a new man. We have a stacker question this week from Chris, fellow Mm co-host sometimes, and host of Haiti, remember? Mm -hmm. It's not really a question so much as a hypothetical. He says, You have the power to save one character who died and kill off another (sighs) who survived. Who do you choose?
1: This one's tough. Because, like... The initial instinct, I feel, is like take, bring back the character you like the most. Right. Or, you know, kill off somebody you thought was like dumb or, or that jerk. you didn't like. And like I, I have like gut check reactions to that. But then I thought what would actually be cooler is the person you bring back and the person you kill do it for like story reasons. Because like okay, there are some people who have died and I want them to stay dead because that's better for the story
0: okay sure like
1: certain loved ones okay uh die and i think that's just i don't think like the story
0: i don't know i feel like you wouldn't waste your your lazarus abilities on like a villain (laughs) actually okay yeah i think
1: just because i would like to see what this character would do brought back and probably not as powerful which i think would be interesting and to see them as like a schemer i'm for some reason imagining it like one of, like, the power players in the first couple seasons of The Wire, maybe it's just because this person is a politician, if you haven't guessed, I would bring back the mayor.
0: I thought you were going there.
1: And I would bring him back, not as, you know, Big Snake, because that would be doofy, Um, (laughs) but bring him back, like, have some acolyte of the mayor, resurrect him, but he's just kind of a guy again. And then, like, it's almost he becomes a villain that's almost more threatening in some ways because he's more desperate to get that power. Okay. Um, but he still has that mayor personality. I think that I would like be it. really interesting to see. See, like a power player, but not like a big bad. I gotcha. Kind of like what Spike was for different points in the, in the series before he got new.
0: I gotcha. I see I, the reason. Like I, I support that because mm-hmm. I love the mayor and I just want to see more of him. Yeah. However, like I feel like. I went the moral route with it, okay. Um, where I just feel like if I literally had this magic abilities mm-hmm. for one character, that feels like, yeah. well, he—I mean, he did get what he just deserved. He was oh, a yeah. bad person, yeah. and I—I I would rather spend this ability on someone who like deserves to be in the world. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of them yeah. in the Buffy verse. Mm-hmm. Like he just likes to, you know, break our hearts mm-hmm. by killing people we love. Yeah. So I have two answers okay. because Chris did not specify whether if it was in the Buffy verse or specifically okay. on Buffy. So And I'm
1: assuming is either one or both of these gonna be huge spoilers if people have not watched ahead.
0: That is a really good point. If you have not, not seen either season six of Buffy okay. or season five of Angel, if you have <laughs> okay. not seen
1: yeah. both. It's exactly what I expected.
0: Speed up. Go yeah. along, skip ahead five yeah. minutes. Uh, so I there were a lot of choices. For Buffy, mm-hmm. Alan answered the question already on Facebook, yeah. um, and Alan wanted to bring back Joyce, and mm-hmm. and that's a really good choice. Joyce yeah. is super sad, and I want Buffy to have a parent. <laughs> she goes through so much yeah. as a result of losing her only parent. Yeah. Really, we're going to ignore her dad. Yeah, off screen um, dad does not count. But she has middle aged. Like she's at least half. a person. I'm just saying she's at least made it to forty. Yeah and lived 40 years of her mm-hmm. life and while that is still super fucking young mm-hmm. there are other characters that didn't yep. even make it that far and I have the same reason So what reason- you're saying
1: is you're gonna bring back the anointed one <laughs>
0: That one <laughs> And I have the same answer for Anya like I I mm-hmm. love Anya and her death is heartbreaking and way too fast mm-hmm. but she's lived 1200 years like yeah. she's had her she, time She's had plenty of time um, And I almost said Jonathan um. but again to bring it back to like the moral part of it jonathan did bad mm-hmm. and he did redeem himself and i love that i absolutely love that but when i weigh like good and bad mm-hmm. tara has done nothing wrong ever to anyone she's a total innocent pure soul mm-hmm. and therefore if anyone deserves to come back yeah. she absolutely has She is way too mm-hmm. young like, Joyce is too young too, but yeah. Tara's much younger mm-hmm. and she has done nothing wrong. She should, absolutely deserves to mit, live a much longer, fuller life. Sure. So I say Tara. However, if we're not limiting ourselves to the, to Buffy the Vampire Slayer specifically and we're expanding to the Buffy verse mm-hmm. for the exact same reasons, yeah. I'm saying Fred. Yeah. Because as much as I love Tara, I love Fred more, and I just really want Fred back.
1: Yeah, my my emotional like gut check response would be Fred, but then like th- like the 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 storyteller of me is like, no, that's what makes her death so especially that's heartbreaking. Is that you not only does she die, but like they specifically like go through. We are ab. This character is absolutely dead. There is no bringing this back. There is no magic bringing this back. Which there is a no thing in this verse. This like, yeah. you
0: need to necessarily mm-hmm. tell us that, like, yeah. this is for real. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Yeah.
1: Like, even when Joyce died, they had to, like, do an episode about them trying to bring her back and, like, no, we can't do this. This would be wrong. They
0: said a thing about, about mm-hmm. Tara, too, when yeah. she died. Like, they, mm-hmm. they really need to let us know when magic is possible. Yeah. Okay, but who would you get rid of?
1: So, uh, for very similar reasons as who I-, I bring back, the person that I would kill, I actually have two answers and they're basically for the same reason. Yep. Um, and, and, and it's that in at least the, 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 the film series, I, I haven't read a lot of the comics. So maybe they do interesting things with these characters in the comics that I'm just not aware of. I would either kill off Oz or Riley. Because I feel like the way those characters are resolved is not satisfying to me.
0: Okay, okay. And I feel
1: like them dying, even if it wasn't like in some big battle, would be a more interesting way to deal with those characters because they uh-huh. just kind of like go off.
0: Okay, I have completely different answers, but for yeah. similar reasons. Yeah. That, that's I was about to be like, you kill Oz, but now I, yeah. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Because yeah,
1: it's not just because like I'm not the biggest Oz fan. It's that like. I'm a little dissatisfied with how he leaves the show. And of course, spoilers. He comes back for a little bit, but that I'm even more disappointed. And we'll get to that when that episode happens.
0: Alan responded that he would kill Parker's eyebrows. <laughs> Fully support. Good answer. I don't wish Parker death. Mm-hmm. I wish him lots and lots of herpes, yeah. but let's face it, he's already got them. Oh.
1: Wait, does that mean Buffy has herpes too?
0: No, it was after. it was the oh, next okay. one. It was the, the one the he was chatting up in, in psychology class. That one. No, it was the one that he met on the bench. Oh bench. Girl. Who gave Buffy a dirty look. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I have two answers for mm-hmm. this because I got stuck up on the specifics of Chris's question because nerd.
1: <laughs> oh boy.
0: <laughs> so Chris specifically said you had to kill off another who survived. Okay. If I'm kind of ignoring the words, who survived, Mm -hmm. I found, similar to your answer, Mm -hmm. I found Glory's death unsatisfying. Oh. Because. Wow. Yeah. Because Glory wasn't really killed ben was and as a result she was and i find that unsatisfying wow so my answer would be i would go back and actually kill glory and her face like that hurt like when she's staring Mm -hmm. at me not sweet ben
1: so so in a way your answer to both questions could be considered glory because you'd bring her back just to kill her
0: there you go fair (laughs) um answer two if we're ignoring who survived so answer number one kill glory because that's unsatisfying Mm -hmm. Number two, I'd bring back Caleb to kill him all over again because I hate him that much.
1: <laughs>
0: but if we're stuck on, it has to be a character yep. who survived. I like This was hard yeah. for me because like I'm going through like, there are a lot. Joss does a really good job of mm. characters who deserve to die, do. Mm-hmm. Granted, lots of characters yep. who die don't deserve to. Mm-hmm. But those who deserve to yeah. die do usually get their comeuppance so yeah, this was rough like just
1: like go away like ha ha i win
0: there aren't a lot of survivors in the whole buffy verse when you get to the end of it yeah. so i'm going to say amy because what a oh. fucking bitch
1: oh okay You know,
0: you you feed and you house and you take care of this little animal who ditched you in season three, straight up ditched you and was like, fend for yourself, motherfuckers. And you care for this tiny little fragile fragile creature and then you bring her back and she fucks you over twice. But like,
1: I I have a lot of sympathy. She got turned into a rat and stayed a rat for a real long time. She turned herself into a rat. Yeah, because she didn't want to burn alive,
0: and she ditched other people who could have used her magic help while they were on the stake.
1: But like, then she would have just been cursing them to be rats forever.
0: You could have chosen a different spell. You could have tried. You could have stuck around. We, we she I think we established her <laughs> only useful spell, spell is rat spell. <laughs> rat spell. I think that's the. It's under R in the book mm-hmm. that she rat found spell. it in. Rat yeah. spell. So yeah, no. She's. I'm sorry. This this is my moral compass. Mm-hmm. She's a bitch. Fuck her
1: wow that's okay
0: yeah and then parker's eyebrows yeah
1: yeah absolutely just shave <laughs> him right off <laughs> no and then but like
0: he loses like all there. of his power That's <laughs> <refrigerator's eyes. laughs>
1: he like shrinks down into like a little knobby guy oh and
0: then you step on him like gagnar <laughs> yes he <laughs> was the eyebrow demon canon now let's head into the sunnydale stacks and open the books on doom Buffy and Riley start off just where we left them. Yeah, it's it, like a
1: real to be continued. I
0: like this. They're in agonizing silence. Like <laughs> i like to imagine they spent a whole week just sitting there, like ah, who's gonna go first?
1: Oh, that would be great if you use the uh, the TV logic of every every episode is like the next week. Yeah. So any everything happens in between.
0: Fuck that! I yeah. want a little subtitle at the bottom. One week later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just see like, oh yeah, I guess Riley does have a little bit of stubble. <laughs>
0: Yes, they smell yeah. real bad. You need to brush your teeth. You got some cavities growing after all that plaque.
1: All of Buffy's hair, as per the the show's requirements, still perfect.
0: Perfect. Yes. So they've just ended hush, where yeah. they were battling those demons together. Um, they didn't really discover each other's secret identities, but they know something's yeah. up. I mean, Buffy kind of, she obviously has like known about the commando guys yeah. and has figured out like he's a commando, but mm-hmm. he's just like. I'm dating a strong chick with yeah. a crossbow.
1: Yeah. And like, I almost like, I give, give Riley some credit here because as gets established later on in these episodes, the initiative is kind of dumb as far as research goes, as yep. far as like anything that's been done before. They're like, Oh, that's medieval nonsense. So
0: yeah. Like, it's not even that they're dumb. They're just close minded assholes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which I, I feel like is kind of dumb when you're dealing with like super powerful creatures. Yeah, Sure like for all he knows there's no such thing as like super powered people that aren't demons or vampires yeah like he has no precedent for this right so he's like being very trusting like no i think she's a good person i'm not gonna like take her in well
0: she still like was on the good side of the fight like she was killing bad guys but it's yeah. more like uh how many push-ups a day do you do yeah, because like we're are you are very strong in that how
1: you beat up that that slender man
0: so I, I was thinking about this during the scene. And I have to say, like, so Mark Lucas goes on from this to do some stuff. I mean, not a lot. but He's in he, Alamo. Yeah, he does some yeah. stuff. I still, anything I've, I've seen him in, I think this is his best work. Like, mm-hmm. I really think, at least so far in this season, yeah. he's doing a very good job. He's very believable. Mm-hmm. He's very likable. And just, like, true. He's yeah. very real.
1: Yeah, and I think he's he's, he's very well cast, because he seems to kind of naturally have a lot of those tendencies.
0: Yes, yeah. Uh, I I do like the line, what are you? (laughs) 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 Capricorn corresponds Aquarius. You?
1: Which leads me to, like, I guess it kind of makes sense, because magic is real, but I'm like, Buffy, you're into astrology?
0: no i think she's not and that's why it's funny oh, okay. because that's hilly.
1: but that's like that's like real sp- specific like i feel like maybe everyone knows high. their
0: sign not
1: to that degree
0: i mean if you were on the cusp like you're the day you know i, I, okay.
1: I have no idea if i what's am what's your not. sign i believe i'm a libra
0: okay when's your birthday
1: uh october 7th okay sometime in the 80s sure
0: (laughs) i'm a gemini i'm not technically on a cusp but i am near like the beginning of the Mm gemini not i mean like i'm not like the day gemini starts but i'm close
1: Mm kind of gemini's twin
0: there you go sure
1: anybody that 90s or the 2000s snl
0: i know what that is i'm just saying like
1: it's like right next to the
0: yeah thing because there's two And then it's, you're not the one, but you're the one next to the one because you're twins, so you're next to each other. hmm Yep. It's
1: like uh, The Shining because they have twins in there.
0: It's creepy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I were a twin, I would pull pranks on people all the goddamn time.
1: I don't know how twins have the self-restraint to not.
0: <laughs> right? Like, if you're a twin and you're not constantly pranking people, you are, like, the best person yeah. because I would be so mean. <laughs>
1: It's like how, I feel like a lot of superhero s- stories, and movies, they never get the origin right. Because you know the first, like, six months, would you be just messing with You'd people. be an
0: ass? Yeah. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
1: Like, The Flash would just be pantsing people all day long.
0: <laughs> yes. I want to see, like, a version of The Flash story where, like, he's doing that. Yeah. No, I would do that so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> Uh So Buffy actually guesses pretty close to what the initiative actually mm-hmm. is. I do like Slayer, chosen one, she who hangs out a lot in cemeteries.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I do, do kind of wish they'd used it as an excuse for it to very offhandedly give the whole monologue. You know the, that
0: would be yeah. We haven't heard that in a long yeah. time. I miss that. And just,
1: like, rattle it off, like, to every generation there's born, a chosen to one, to a slayer. And just, like, do it Bloody, like,
0: bloody, I'm so stuffy, give me a scum. <laughs> yes. No, I I miss it. That Oh, that would have been great. So Buffy's upset because she really thought she was dating a normal guy for once.
1: Yeah, and I like I understand that, but I also, like, I, I like how they make it very clear that she's being, like, super guarded about this in a way that's, like, not, not you know, inconceivable Uh, response but like you can tell it's like this is a little little more than like the facts support at this point
0: right i i feel like this is a lot of again to make a parallel of the Mm non-magical life when you hit that point in a relationship Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say three months in i feel it always happens at the Mm three-month anniversary like right there when you find that person's baggage Mm-hmm. You know, like up until three months, you're putting your best foot forward and yeah. you're like the perfect couple and you pretend mm-hmm. you're super normal. At three months, I feel like you hit that point where you find out here's what's wrong with this person. Yeah, Because there's something wrong with all of us. I'm not saying that like, you know, everyone I've dated is a weirdo. Um, no, <laughs> I'm saying like a, we all have something about us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like three months is when you find out like, oh, this is your thing yep. that makes you not a perfect significant mm-hmm. other. And that's when you get to make the choice of like, I'm a deal with your thing where yeah. I pass. I'm mm-hmm. outy. And I feel like that's, this is kind of Buffy's moment of realizing like, shit, yeah, this one has baggage too. <laughs> I don't want to deal with your baggage, yeah. which obviously everyone's got something. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect, but it's because I think because she just came off the end of this super baggagey yeah. <laughs> relationship. Well, um, yeah.
1: And it's, and uh, I think then the episode makes a point of like, I think a lot of why she is so guarded about it is just that, like, she has had the worst luck.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. That it's like, oh, when do I get a break and yeah. get to date someone mm-hmm. who's just not a yeah. train wreck waiting to happen?
1: But like, I, yeah, but it is like, well, he has to be perfect. Because like, if you really like, I know there's the initial shock, but like, it is kind of better than a lot of choices. Cause like, oh, yeah. You don't have to hide this thing that is like a she defining feature. see of you. it yet. Yeah.
0: Like, I know. I totally yeah. agree. See, makes me think of like this. Immediately made me think of this one guy I dated in high school, who probably at about the three month mark, because that's when it happens, Mm -hmm. told me that he, uh, at one point, killed a man. But what? Who was an intruder in his home when he was a kid? What? um, But had been hypnotized to block it out of his memory, and so basically, the three month line, I found out he was a pathological liar. That is the
1: weirdest story. <laughs>
0: Such a, it's bullshit, total bullshit. They like, uh, were <laughs> it was like, "Oh, so you were a liar? Why do you wait until three months to start like total liar?" So weird. again, up until three months, everyone's putting their best foot forward. And about three months, do you get comfortable thought, enough like, to be like, with, like, "I'm
1: weird." <laughs> A pathological liar is like, you can't help but do it all the time. I'm surprised he had the restraint to wait the yeah. three months.
0: I mean, he probably lied about a bunch of stuff. That was the yeah. big one. That was yeah. the, that was like, oh. Just like the
1: little baby lies. Until... Yeah.
0: Hmm. What, F- if, F- what if he
1: wasn't lying? He what if he's was a murderer? <laughs> he
0: might be a... I mean, self defense. No, he was lying.
1: I'm not sure if I've talked about this on the podcast, but the worst nightmare I've ever had. Uh is actually very related to that story.
0: You told the story. Yes. That
1: yeah. I had killed someone. <laughs>
0: yeah. Not not the act <laughs> of killing them.
1: Not like yeah. ooh, it was because they were gonna get me. It was just like I was living my life as a murderer. <laughs> yep. Like five years ago I'd killed some
0: dude. <laughs> Your dreams are really intense.
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, that, it's so intense because it's like so much more realistic than like, oh no, the Godzilla is chasing me. I was gonna say my dreams sewer. where
0: the T Rex is still chasing me. Or have I told you about the one where I'm robbing a bank with Eliza Dushku? <laughs> no, <laughs> not oh, <snack> come up. <laughs> yeah. I'm so surprised I haven't told this one. I had a dream that I was a bank robber (laughs) with Eliza Dushku and the way we were escaping the cops. We were, we were escaping Mm -hmm. in this neighborhood. She was riding a bike, (laughs) holding, uh, with her like hand behind her, holding onto a rolling dumpster. (laughs) And I was at the dumpster going, go Eliza, go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah so these are my the
1: perfect getaway
0: <laughs> these are my super realistic yeah. dreams and oh, <laughs> you're just living as a murder it was so scary
1: because <laughs> uh, you could immediately wake up from like i'm pretty sure i didn't rob a bank with eliza dushku and <laughs> ever pull it me or behind a dumpster it could have
0: happened eliza knows what's up yeah. so amy rat freaks out because there's an earthquake coming Mm-hmm. Which they assume, Buffy assumes is a portent yeah. for this must be an I apocalypse. honestly,
1: watching this time, like that didn't register for me. Like, oh yeah, last earthquake, she died. Like it really registered as like, you're being a bit paranoid. Like oh, not, no. not anything that happens is automatically a supernatural thing. It's like, no. oh, but this is very specific.
0: Yes. But she gets a pass here. That's yeah. fair. I like that Mark Lucas is excited about it. I think mm-hmm. I'd be excited yeah. about it. Like, how's an
1: earthquake! But he does the wrong thing, because it's a myth about the doorways. Oh, what are you supposed to do? Um, I mean, you're supposed to find, like, a secure place away from windows, but that's not usually doorways, because doorways aren't constructed that well. Like, that advice is, like, a 100 years old, oh. when they made doorways more strong. Like, if you have a really Shit. strong st- doorway, it's yeah. not, like, a bunch of drywall, but, like, the doorway they hide under for like a closet in a dorm room yeah. that's probably like a shit. terrible place to go
0: okay then i don't know what yeah. to do in case of an earthquake cuz yeah. i totally was like yep that's a legit thing good for him for remembering yeah yeah like don't stand next to like my bookshelf that's taller than me and would yeah, fall over yeah, and think, not anchored to the wall
1: yeah the thing is like usually doorways also have other hazards and unless okay. you know that it's actually like sturdy that's not a good place to go
0: well shit yeah. okay I get really excited so like every once mm-hmm. in a while in illinois they'll say like there was a, it's always in the middle of the night it's yeah. always like there was an earthquake while you were sleeping last night
1: they're just pulling a prank on us like oh guys there's totally an earthquake well that's apparently there's it?
0: this huge fault line under chicago that mm-hmm. like one day well like there's gonna be an 8.0 earthquake or something um but every once Thanks in a while Roland, in this, right uh, but every once in a while, there's, there's like these little tram- tremors and then I wake up and check Facebook in the morning and everyone's like, there was an earthquake. And I'm so pissed off that mm-hmm. I've slept through every one yeah. that every once in a while, I'm like, oh, earthquake. No, big truck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that was an earthquake. No, that's was a train.
1: <laughs> no, you're watching the movie Tremors. Oh, that's what happened.
0: God, I love that movie. That I like movie. Tremors 2 more. More? Yeah.
1: I think we're going to have to have a crossover with, hey, do you remember to address this? No,
0: I absolutely want to do that episode because <laughs> I have strong feelings about why Tremors 2 is more terrifying.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's, wow. I mean, it is the best Tremors sequel because after that, it goes to Garbage Town, USA.
0: Oh, I didn't know there was more than one.
1: Oh, there is also a TV show. Yes!
0: Yes!
1: Does that make sense? <laughs> Tremors podcast. Mm-hmm. Tremcast. <laughs>
0: So Xander's a pizza delivery boy now. Uh, I really like the shot of Spike trying to bash Xander over the head behind him, and like Xander's not even aware yeah. of what's oh, going yeah. on. Spike's in immense pain. Mm-hmm. It's just re- a really good uh, visual gag.
1: See, this makes me think about like Spike setting up a Rube Goldberg contraption to kill somebody. Yeah. Cause like, do that. It's like hitting a button that then like makes a shoe fall into a bathtub that then makes a marble roll into dominoes that then shoots a shotgun. Is that really, you know,
0: the I same? Feel, I feel like he should absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, so cut out some steps. Can he do it without causing immediate physical pain? Like, what mm-hmm. if he puts poison in your drink?
1: Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't like think that would count. His brain
0: knows he's committing murder, mm-hmm. but he's not physically causing violence in the moment. Because
1: yeah. it's not like he can't pick up the wrench to then hit somebody.
0: Right. It's the it's actual. Like, it's like ooh,
1: the physical action. Or
0: would he pick up the poison and be like, "Well, I can't make my hand go over the"?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that would I think would at least be easier to get through the pain of like doing it because you can just yeah. go. Oh, yeah, it'd
0: be like very pulling trick. off a Band-Aid. Spike, you have not spent long enough thinking about this. We yeah. figured it out. It could for you could be a
1: master poisoner
0: so willow's in a much more chipper mood Mm -hmm. she's up and about buffy is convinced that like last time this earthquake will result in her own death
1: and this is the scene with giles they go to which is i have to say in my memory the worst dub scene in buffy history
0: oh i didn't notice
1: like just watch this scene again And it's mostly, I think, almost entirely, really, on Anthony Stewart Head's lines. For some reason, they had to dub it over. I'm sure there's some production issue. Maybe he had a cold today. I don't know. It's still him, but it sounds like he's in a phone booth somewhere in England, and they, like, gave him a microphone to just, like, record it. It's like, he sounds like he's in some little box somewhere, and it's not actually lined up that well. Just watch this one scene again. All
0: right. I'm upset that I missed that because I really like finding 80 yard lines that like don't match up the lips. Mm -hmm.
1: Or that are just like so painfully obviously on somebody's back where it's like, and this is why you have to go over here right now, Buffy. And all you see is like a hair.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So Buffy's trying to misdirect him from the Mm -hmm. initiative. He's really obsessed with that. She Uh like knows Riley's secret identity. So she's like, uh, apocalypse. Shut up. Initiative's dumb. Don't don't worry about that thing over there. Meanwhile, Forrest gives Riley the 411 on the Slayer. Forrest thinks it's magic hoo-ha.
1: I kind of understand them initially, like, we can't take all this this, uh, literature and magic stuff at face value. But then they say stuff like, they're just animals. Last episode, what happened? Floating guys with a magic box that stole everyone's voice? I feel like you have to admit they're more than just animals at that point
0: that's actually really fair because i had a like i was about to be like no i, I totally see the like demons are mm-hmm. just scary looking beasts that are yeah. super aggressive but you're right there are certain ones that have magic abilities that you're like okay but you can't say like if you drink a vampire's blood well i guess you could talk about pathogens there yeah or like, the idea that like they burst into flame and oh, no and then they could have an allergy to sunlight like there there
1: are like I can understand like them going in with that hypothesis cuz there are a lot of things that you could describe by like very interesting very complicated science that it's just hard to understand that could appear like magic but like floating guys magic box that takes everyone's voice
0: I bet you that they've convinced themselves that it's not magic that took everyone's voice but it's some sort of disease that they cause on people uh, similar so... to um to Jessica Jones mm-hmm. and the yeah. idea that Kilgrave's mm-hmm. ability to mentally manipulate you is actually a virus, yeah, or germ or something. Yeah.
1: I didn't like that. That was like the one thing I had big problems with. I with
0: didn't Jessica like that Jones. at I- yeah. at either. But I bet they've convinced themselves. Yeah. I'm not saying that like it works. Yeah. I'm saying I think they've probably convinced themselves that something similar.
1: It's such willful ignorance at yeah. some points with the initiative, where it's like. I, yeah, look at it from a scientific approach, but also like take in the data that's not just your experiments.
0: But I think that's totally like if this were real life and mm-hmm. we and something happened where we're like, mm-hmm. shit, magic is real. <laughs> like <laughs> I think of something like some global event mm-hmm. happened where you're like, holy shit, magic is a thing. Yeah there would be a lot of Debbie doubters that would be like, actually, and they'd explain it away with something. We were like, but that doesn't hold up. Yeah, that
1: doesn't make a lick of sense. I think the closest you can do is like maybe making the argument a la uh, a, a Thor, where it's like, maybe it is science, but it's science that's so drastically ahead or different of the way we view science that it's, it's effectively magic.
0: Right. Yeah, sure.
1: So like, I, I think even that, then you maybe like, Say like, oh, there must be some science to this little box that took everyone's voice. But (laughs) okay, we probably don't have the technology or ability to to figure out what this is. Let's use the manual.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, like, if there are other people that, people that have dealt with these forces, maybe let's yeah. learn from them.
1: Yeah. And, like, don't take it as, like, the gospel truth. Sure. Even in, in past episodes above, we found out, like, oh, some of the literature isn't, you know, exactly 100% true or things have changed. Like, the judge. It's like, no weapon forged by man. Sure. Yeah, but that was weapons forged a 1,000 years ago.
0: Right. Yep.
1: Um. But, yeah, it just seems...
0: It seems like they never took a history class. Like, the reason we take history is to learn from past mistakes. So start with the history. It's not like
1: with the history, you just like, okay, so let's redo Hannibal's decisions. It's like, no, but you can learn from them.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Willie goes to the Aftershock frat party where (laughs) she runs into Percy and his girlfriend, who I hate
1: yeah she's real horrible what is um, this bitch's
0: problem like i just don't get like she's immediately like she, okay so she thinks percy by speaking to another female yeah is automatically flirting listen insecure lady that is a typical like insecure girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, get over yourself! Thing, your man yeah. is allowed to talk to other women. Yeah, like it's not like Willow's dressed like a hoe. She's in a giant fur jacket,
1: and it's not even like they're they're flirting heavily because I can understand that jealousy when it's like, oh hey, how you doing? Right, or but you, it's so clearly
0: like, hey, buddy. Yeah, like it's like, not even that. It's not even that friendly. It's like, Oh, hi person. I went to school with. Mm-hmm. How are you? Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. How are you? And she's like bitchy about it.
1: That's, that's stuff that I, I, I've seen in real life, but it bugs me so much. Yeah. It's Just how, how can you be happy when you can't interact? With people of the opposite gender when you're with your loved one.
0: And this is the whole mean girls thing that like yeah. it's, it's you're right, it absolutely happens. It's so mm-hmm. true to life. And it I mean, it drives Ugh. me crazy. Any girl that tells me, oh, I just can't be friends with other girls. I'm like, that's probably because you're a bitch. Like, yeah. like if you can't interact with another member of the same mm-hmm. gender, like an entire gender, yeah. it's probably not them.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's a good rule of thumb. If there's an, an entire gender that you don't get along with, the problem's probably you.
0: Yeah, probably right? not. Probably I can't not interact all with all women or all men. 50% of the population. Hell, any giant group, any, no. like...
1: <laughs> Occam's razor hair. Is it, is it all women or might it be you?
0: Right? Upstairs, a demon attacks a frat boy and slits his throat. Ooh, so they were going to play Naked Limbo. No one wants to see that. I don't care how hot you are. That is not an attractive position.
1: Maybe it's like strip limbo.
0: I feel like they should have gone with Twister.
1: Naked Twister. That's <laughs> just an orgy.
0: <laughs> I mean, yep. Or, or like <laughs> so whatever,
1: like the, the non-penetration version of an orgy. I don't know what that term is. <laughs> aside from just Naked Twister.
0: <laughs> Willow overhears Percy and his skank talk about her. Percy assures her he's not into unattractive nerds. Listen, Percy, Willow is way hotter than your girlfriend. Yeah. Way yeah like, not
1: that that should matter, but like... No,
0: and you shouldn't tell your girlfriend that. Like, either yeah. way, reassure her, but yeah. eh, Willow's hotter.
1: But yeah, you have terrible taste.
0: Awful. Sad Willow wanders upstairs and lays down in a stranger's <laughs> bed. She has not been drinking. Why does she not just go
1: home? Yeah, that is kind of weird.
0: Like, and I understand like, if you're drunk and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I just have to lay down. She has not been drinking. Just and go like home.
1: The natural instinct when you're like at a party and just like so- suddenly kind of get bummed out and you haven't been drinking would be more to go outside. Yeah. Not to like go further into the party.
0: Yeah. I like. She's waiting find... for Buffy. So she's maybe she feels like she can't go yeah. because what if Buffy gets here? But yeah. I guess out maybe.
1: Outside. Yeah. Because she's like waiting for Buffy. And she doesn't want to, like, step outside and wait outside because then people are going to be like, oh, you're leaving the party. And then she has to interact with them. So I guess you can make the argument she's kind of, like, hiding.
0: I feel like this is definitely a scene where it's like, the we writers. Need to get her on the bed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the only reason she lays down on that bed. Yeah. It, this would work for me if she were drunk. It mm-hmm. would totally work for yeah. me.
1: But we've already dealt with a couple episodes back the fact that beer bad.
0: Sure. She wakes up next to a dead body with a symbol carved into his chest. Illuminati. That's definitely what it is. Mm-hmm. Spike shrunk his clothes and has to wear Xander's ensemble. <laughs> I like the very threatening "Don't look at me." <laughs> met, right. I my memory is that 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 lasts longer. The whole threatening, mm-hmm. like I'm behind you, yeah. you can't see me. <laughs> Xander reminds Spike that he is in no way threatening anyone anymore. Mm-hmm. He's basically their pet.
1: Yeah, at this point,
0: he's kind of like a, neutered, a cat.
1: He's domestic because
0: like. You don't necessarily your cat's not necessarily nice yeah. or cuddly or mm-hmm. particularly fun to be around, yeah. but they are your responsibility. And it's like there is a good chance
1: a lot of house cats would kill their owners if they.
0: Yeah, killed. yeah, no, no There's their, some better friends. He think. is a kitty cat. Yeah, He's a kitty cat.
1: He's a mean kitty.
0: Uh, so <laughs> Riley's poster in his dorm balls.
1: Yes, that is a giant note. I, I don't think I have it until the next episode, but
0: balls balls i wonder what it says at the bottom because obviously it lists different yeah. types of sport balls mm-hmm. go sports oh, um but there's some phrase at the bottom that was too small i couldn't figure yeah. out what it was
1: it's not the size of the balls
0: oh my we have three posters above our couch i want a buffet chocolate poster a riley balls poster <laughs> oh, and then a dean goes to my baby poster <laughs> and that's my living room
1: <laughs> done i feel like the balls won't be so hard to explain though <laughs> Like the super
0: like broey late nineties sports. Anyone who poster. knows knows me and my husband would just be like, "That's that." What not, is that a reference <laughs> to? not you guys. Yeah. I know they would just be like, "So that's a pop culture thing, yeah. right?"
1: What, what obscure <laughs> thing was this in? Um,
0: but it's not obscure. It's Buffy. Oh Everyone knows it. It's uh. amazing. The gang is righteously pissed off that Percy was rude to Willow. And I appreciate that. I'm not the only one that's protective of her. Aww, Everybody is. Yeah, she is a delicate flower about. unicorn that we must take care of because she's amazing and I love mm-hmm. her. Although I could
1: see why uh, Anya might have some hostility towards Willow. Did you notice the shirt that she wears in this episode?
0: Bunny dog walking service. Ah, bunnies! Yeah. Oh, buddies! yeah. That'd be great if that was mentioned. It was a super distracting shirt.
1: Yeah, cuz it was it was like very readable text and yes. a funny rabbit. And
0: it was in there all the time mm-hmm. with no explanation. It was a weird nope. no shirt. No comment. I need to know about it.
1: No story reason.
0: I'm going to write a story about it. There's going to be show. a
1: peep show. It's it's this season's fanfic. peep show.
0: <laughs> Willow thinks the body was drained of blood. She shows Giles a symbol. It's the end of the world. Again. When I when I I don't like that one. (laughs) The symbol is onomonasalis. Is it
1: an onomatopoeia? (laughs) Yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which one is that? Is that the word that's backwards and forward? No, that's palindrome. Yeah. What's an onomatopoeia? Uh,
1: That's the the word that uh, sounds like what it is, kind of.
0: Like wham?
1: Well, that's the band with the
0: uh... <laughs> <Where are> you. <laughs> uh, the symbol is on a mausoleum in the cemetery. I really like this. Yeah. They always look shit up. This is the one mm-hmm. time where Buffy's like, "Wait, Wait I've a seen that. <laughs> I like that. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good way to jump straight into the mm-hmm. thing." She runs into Dreadlock Demon, yeah. uh,
1: who's apparently on a scavenger hunt. <laughs>
0: That would be great. (laughs) They fight. I now I'm I'm distracted now. I want there to be an episode where she follows demons all over town just to find out they're on a scavenger hunt. Oh, that would be (laughs) be awesome. I love
1: that. It looks like really dark and menacing, and then they all show up in some crypt, and they're just like, "Did you get the lollipop?"
0: Yeah, and it's it's like it's really Mm -hmm. not menacing demons like the short one. Oh yeah, with faith that's wearing Mm the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That would be so fun. And a uh, great weird thing in this scene, Buffy uses the crossbow.
0: Yes. I feel
1: like so much she just like has a crossbow and it's it like kicked it. out or like I dropped before. Yeah. It's actually used.
0: Did you do archery in school? Have we talked about this?
1: N- no, I didn't go to the Hunger Games school. <laughs>
0: <gasps> well, no. And 10 things I Hate About You, they do it.
1: Yeah, because that's, that's some weird California school. <laughs> Sorry, to California an, listeners. That's distinction
0: they do in California. I feel like we, I feel like we did this for like a day in junior high, and the school was like, eh. This is probably, probably a liability. A, probably a bad idea. Also, money. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. They have them run miles again. I just, yeah. I feel like that's all we did.
1: Oh man, we had a, a, a track called the Monster, which I think was like, like each lap was half a mile or something. I, I, I forget. But it was it was always, like, how many laps of the monster are you doing today? Oof. Like, every gym was, you'd have to do at least one lap of the monster. No matter what we were doing, it was always you have to do something of the monster.
0: You were yeah. in a Buffy episode. You didn't even know it.
1: <laughs> oh, if it actually, like, spread its teeth and started, like, yeah. eating people, then I would have appreciated it all.
0: Again, more. like, I imagine this happening when mm-hmm. I go for my runs. <laughs> it gets me through
1: it. See, that's if I based it on my dreams, I'd just be running and it, like... This depressed, paranoid stand Are they going to find me
0: out? From a lawyer. (laughs) You're running from a subpoena. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't want to be served.
0: Okay, so I do hate the moment when this demon just picks her up and she's just slapping him on the head. That is weird. Who is that? Who's doing that? Because it's not Buffy.
1: Yeah, it's like maybe if you like just woke her up and she was kind of groggy. What's going on? Yeah.
0: Oh, but then when he slams her down on her back on top of the tombstone, I felt that. Yeah, that was like that okay. Was, that was like
1: good pro wrestling. I then. need an nice. ice
0: pack. Yeah. Riley ends up there. Mm-hmm. Um, his codename is Lilac. Aww. I like the line Lilac, notwithstanding. <laughs> she does try to dump Riley. Mm-hmm. She says she can't do the dramatic doomed relationship ah, again. Name well done. She's afraid she's going to get him killed, but that's a legitimate concern. The yeah. whole, like, you have baggage. Eh. Mm-hmm. But the whole, like, I might get you killed. Then again, if he were a nice, normal boy, greater possibility yeah. that he'll yeah. get killed.
1: It's 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 weird. It's like this was almost like a thing that triggered things that were probably in the back of her mind anyway. Right. In a lot of ways.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they cut back and forth between Buffy and Riley commanding their troops. Mm-hmm. I really like this. The commandos don't know what it is. They think it probably just wants to kill. Yeah. But they can detect it with pheromones. So, like, those two things, you're like, oh, well, you're just kind of dumb for ignoring magic. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they can detect it around town with pheromones, you're like, all right, legit. That's cool, yeah the scoobies meanwhile there is some sort of ritual Mm -hmm. where they need the blood of a man which they have the bones of a child which they have and the word of valios makes the sacrifice of three Mm -hmm. which is going to open the hell mouth
1: which uh spoiler alert for international title roundup i was shocked that word of valios was not the german title
0: Where are at germans yeah come on Where, where you be Buffy and Riley are both looking for the demon uh, on the only street in Sunnydale. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's no wonder they run into each other there a lot. Yeah.
1: It's either there or the cemetery. There's in the only two places in Sunnydale other than the International Airport, question mark, and <laughs> Giant Zoo Museum.
0: <laughs> or campus, yeah. sure, of their giant university. Yeah. <laughs> you're a fry cook, and so am I. <laughs> but you're an Amateur True fry, fry cook. cook. I really like that. Yeah. Um, however, these dramatic speeches. Yeah. Oof.
1: Yeah, it's like this this is an angel this doesn't work as so this, well
0: this feels like the b storyline in the zeppo
1: mm-hmm. where they're
0: purposely being overly dramatic and it's yeah. funny but this time yeah. it's not funny because i have to watch all of it mm-hmm. and it's like the people on i feel like the people working in the cafe next door are like oh this chick is always fighting with some <laughs> dude on the corner
1: <laughs> she has such relationship drama
0: uh, he thinks Lane is fun. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, oh, it's a calling. Yeah. It's it never stops. Lutes evil to faith, sure. Yeah. Evil comes and goes, but we can get through it together. Ugh! <laughs> Just do it already. <laughs> the end
1: of a Care Bears episode. It laughs.
0: is. Uh, so Spike tries to stake himself. Yeah, uh, this is. Clearly a cry for help, because Mm -hmm. he could very easily get rid of himself. Like, light yourself on fire, Mm -hmm. walk into the sunlight, a la Angel. Yeah, all
1: he has to do is, like, stay in a park.
0: Yeah, no, but, like... Falling onto a stake—it's very dramatic, mm-hmm. but it's a cry for help. Yeah. Love <laughs> the whole part where he goes, "Am I even remotely scary anymore?" <laughs> <laughs> like, the little growl, the little sound that comes <gasps> out of him. <laughs> I know, no, honey. Uh, So they take them with them to the museum, where there is no word of "alios." Uh. Spike therefore decides that if he can't hurt other people physically, he's just going to hurt their feelings. Yeah. So he's all mean to them, and then smiles, <laughs> which you kind of like giles finds out that the word of valios is a talisman which Uh-oh. he has <laughs> I like that. oh as usual dear, dear. <laughs> uh he's been in his living room the whole time the demons find him i guess yeah. they can sense the thing mm-hmm. um and now they have all they need to open it i house. like
1: to imagine that the demons like called up the sorcerer who they knew was like the, the last guy and were, like his on card the phone <laughs> and was like, could you just please like look it up like i know it's gonna be a hassle but really help me out yeah i'm trying to do this like sacrifice of the three it's i don't want to go th- into it
0: yeah i'll bore you with the details the world we're tomorrow it's fine but it's always
1: funny how and i know like the helm kind of attracts magical things but i just always want there to be an episode where they're like and what's the next thing they need oh it's in luxembourg uh i guess we're going to luxembourg
0: yeah, I, I I feel like if we had more of a budget, I feel like you can see that in movies where they mm-hmm. do this, where yeah. it's like it makes me. This is bringing to mind the Fast and Furious franchise, mm-hmm. where like <laughs> it's super small and mm-hmm. like right in L.A. Yeah. I think, and then like it gets bigger and bigger, and then until finally it's like <gasps> racing cars in Germany, yeah. racing cars in Brazil, not just
1: racing cars, fighting cars, dropping cars out of airplanes, yeah. shooting cars. I'm gonna swear the next one is just gonna be punching cars. There's yes. going to be a scene Please. where the Rock and or Diesel it, I, it has to be the punch Rock punch a car
0: out. It has to be the Rock because I love him so much more.
1: I'm Vin Diesel. I'm a super articulate actor.
0: So they go back to family. the... family. <laughs> that's the one. That's <laughs> that's the best one. <laughs> they go back to school, which is now just a burnt out shell. <sighs> they find the demons chanting over a hole in the floor. I, it's weird to me that the high school is still just sitting there. What's weird
1: to me is there's still mayor meat. That seems like...
0: I imagine it would have the consistency of beef jerky, where it just lasts forever.
1: But it seems like anything that would even be remotely biological would kind of almost have to be cleared out for, like, health and safety reasons.
0: Oh, well, the whole building would have to be cleared out because this thing's going to fall down on some teenagers that are doing some graffiti. Yeah, but I mean, like... I I feel like you could,
1: like, make the legal argument if you you condemn it and, like, very clearly, like, mark it off as, like, do not go in here. But if you have a bunch of rotting meat just sitting out, that could, like, spread disease and yeah, and animals more than just, like, a a building that's clearly hugely unsafe and should be torn down. Um, Well,
0: their mayor is gone. They're a ship without a captain.
1: Yeah, the the city council doesn't know what to do. Um,
0: We never meet the next mayor, do we?
1: Yeah, I guess it never really comes up.
0: So they find the demons, Buffy fights them, and the Scoobies steal their ritual supplies. I like this. It's like a big game of keep away. Mm -hmm. One of the demons jumps into the Hellmouth after Xander punches him. (laughs) I like Xander just (laughs) thinks that like, oh, I was so badass that I won. Oh,
1: dumb, dumb Xander. Shouldn't your on and off military training teach you anything?
0: You'd think. But it's not convenient in this episode. Yeah, (laughs)
1: so it doesn't exist right now.
0: So there's another earthquake. The demons are the sacrifice. I think it was
1: cool. It was like, it wasn't like a crazy twist and it wasn't played as something big, but it's a nice little bit of flavor.
0: So now rather than like necessarily killing the demons, you have to keep them alive or at Mm -hmm. least keep them from jumping down the thing.
1: You have to keep them from being a
0: sacrifice. Right. Spike punches a demon and feels no pain. Yay. He has a new purpose in life now. He can hurt a demon. (laughs)
1: I, lo- I love this, like the start of this transformation, because it's just—it's so appropriate for that character. It's not that he is like an acolyte of evil and chaos. He's not, you know, jealous. He's not even Ethan Rain. There's
0: no master plan. Yeah,
1: it's just like he does these things because he enjoys them.
0: Yeah, he's a hedonist. Yeah, I'm confused over that. So to me, it always made sense the idea that, and I—I I have no idea if there's any science to mm-hmm. back this up, but it seems legit the idea that. If when you intend to cause someone mm-hmm. pain or to kill them, yeah. that there is something that triggers in your brain, mm-hmm. and that the chip sensed that mm-hmm. and and caused you pain to stop you. Yeah. To me, that made sense. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why it would make sense if it's a demon versus a human.
1: I think the the thing you have to kind of account for is like I think the the theory is that it's really advanced technology, where it's not just like the impulse, but specifically like the thought in a brain to hurt a human as opposed to just like the intent to harm, which would make a more sense. I feel like that would be technology that seems more possible and reasonable. Sure. Um but I guess it's just it you have to make the, the leap that it's super, super advanced mm-hmm. to be able to distinguish between those thoughts, which I think, yeah, would I feel like those would be so similar. Right. It'd be very hard to distinguish between those on a, you know, biological, biomechanical level. Gotcha. Geopolitical ramifications.
0: <laughs> As the spike gets overzealous and throws the demon and the child's bones into the hole, <laughs> which is not super effective at being a good guy. Uh... Riley shows up to help. The demon grabs a talisman and drops into the hole. Buffy's going to go in after him. Mm-hmm. Riley tethers himself mm-hmm. to her. Yeah.
1: Which, like, the physics of this scene no. make no goddamn sense. Nope
0: nope nope she if she falls into a giant hole after him the laws of physics say that she can't speed up
1: yeah and even if you use like you know golden eye logic of he's not falling aerodynamically she's gonna fall fall aerodynamically the amount of time before she jumps in after him is ridiculous they go out and have coffee and then come back and jump in the hole
0: well, I feel like that's like being like, it's, it's a very deep hole. It's mm-hmm. a hell mouth. Riley doesn't have that much rope. <laughs> no.
1: And that rope is like,
0: and then like floss then coming back up. You're like, and you're there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very condensed where I, I understand like writing it, how it wouldn't have seemed so ridiculous, but sure. It's very hard Visually. to make
0: that. I do like the idea that like, it's be- like, she was rejecting the idea of Riley being a demon fighter. And it's Mm -hmm. because he was there that they stopped the apocalypse. Without him, she was fucked. So, like, you kind of have to accept that, like, all right, this is a good thing. Mm -hmm. On their way out of the library, Riley runs into the Scoobies and does a terrible job of hiding his identity. Yeah. (laughs) This is the part of this episode that I always remember. If you say doomed, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where Riley can't lie for shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's (laughs) just, I was paintballing. You
0: were just passing by in your G.I. Joe outfit? Yeah. Uh, and they're mean, like so. You're one of the commando guys. <laughs> Spike's American accent. Oh, I love it. Oh. It's it's
1: like a perfect parody of like every time you you hear a British actor uh, British actor do an American accent that's just so out of nowhere.
0: I mean, I feel like I'm always impressed when I hear mm-hmm. British actors do American accents that I'm like, that was really good. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's hard to do an American accent. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've never had to be a British person learning to do an American accent. And I'm always sort of Like, oh God, that sounds like really, Just really an good.
1: Old pile of I more
0: feel that it's, it's like what British people think when we try to do a British accent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're like, awful. Uh-huh. What are you talking about? you chimneys.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I was just grinding their teeth like ah, he's on <laughs> terrible. But way to go for James is that He's yeah. an American doing a British accent <laughs> of
1: an Amer of, uh, of an American yeah. oh, accent. Oh, 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 oh
0: layers. Oh. I love it. It's <laughs> so cute. I'm just an old pale landers here.
1: It's just, it's it, it is so well done because something I I remember saying in some behind the scenes thing. Is uh, one of the keys that they a lot of times tell British actors do American accent is that the American accent uh, in general, American accents, dialects tend to be a lot more nasal it's all different things that are kind of would sound American on their own. But it's just like, are you a Midwest cowboy?
0: Sounds a little bit Texan. Mm-hmm. Definitely a little yeah. bit Texan. Uh, so Riley freaks out about like, I'm the, I screwed up. I'm the guy that gets it done and I mm-hmm. couldn't lie. And so Buffy smooches him to shut him up. It's a good smoochie.
1: It's not like I'm from the word smoochie.
0: <laughs> I got some good smooch. I feel like their kissing is very natural and mm-hmm. kind of hot. Um Whereas like when she kissed Angel, sometimes it worked. Sometimes mm-hmm. it was like they were trying to eat each other's faces. <laughs> and later on when she kisses Spike, a lot of times it's like, your face is very stiff and therefore mm-hmm. it looks like you're trying to bite his mouth which sure that's the style i guess but it's not as i this i feel like they're very natural yeah. together
1: well, i think that this is probably justifying but it also kind of makes sense that those would be the the styles of each of those kisses because with Angel it is is probably like a combination of something's more formal but also more like deeply passionate like you're the love of my life
0: soulmate yeah and
1: then with like Riley it's like we're two attractive people having a fun relationship in college so sure. it's just like let's yeah, just have fun we're a little bit fun. more
0: on the same thing mm-hmm. yeah
1: and then with Spike there is something kind of you know really unnatural about it because it's you know.
0: That's legit. Yeah. I like that. That's mm-hmm. a really good explanation. Speaking of Spike, he has a new purpose. Aww, let's it can't be. fight that evil.
1: <laughs> and he gets a black shirt
0: back. Yep, yeah. let's kill something.
1: Though part of me wants to go to the alternate universe where, for the rest of Buffy, he wears Hawaiian shirts.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be that'd be, kind of that'd be amazing. What do you think about Doomed? what you like? It's a
1: good but unremarkable episode.
0: I agree. I usually kind of forget about it.
1: Yeah. It's and it's definitely like an episode where it does a lot of story things that are important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It has to follow up the the kind of very unique one-off of Hush and actually like okay, so let's unpack everything that happened there and see what happens next from there and kind of set up the rest of the season in some ways. It's it would never be an episode that I'd turn on cuz like I just want to watch an episode of Buffy.
0: Right. I mostly remember it because the whole, like, they them going back to Sunnydale. That yeah. I remember seeing the burnt-out Hulk of the school. But other than that, it'll be interesting to see what happens when we watch the Iron Team and Goodbye, Iowa, because mm. it's been a long time since I've seen those ones. Yeah. But in my mind, all those three episodes are one. Yeah. So there's just snippets from the three of them that I'm like, eh, stuff happens with the initiative yeah. and Riley and things. And spike fighting demons. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll be interested to see when we rewatch those how much distinction I remember between like oh that is clearly from Doomed and that is sure. clearly the Iron Team. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is when we start to get into season four, less than stellar episodes where it's like <sighs> ah, I guess. Well, yeah. And the
1: thing is, because uh, we're starting to get more heavily into the initiative stuff, there's a lot of good ideas. Hmm. But a lot of the execution is a little below par for Buffy, mm-hmm. and I think you, you you just hit upon it. It feels a l- very samey. Yes, it feels like a lot of different plot points and elements and scenes around the initiative you could have put in different order. Yeah, and it all would have made sense and been like just as good.
0: Yeah, I like. I just I wonder how much is filling time because mm-hmm. it just kind of seems yeah. like stretch out. Like all right. Yeah, I do like the idea of, like, this apocalypse, like, you Mm -hmm. know, from, you know, I try to start counting apocalypse, apocalypti, Mm -hmm. apocalypses, and, like, the big one for us, obviously, is Prophecy Girl, because that's when the earthquake happened and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. and then you remember, like, oh, the Zeppelin was a whole apocalypse Mm -hmm. that they thwarted, and we weren't even there, and then this is an apocalypse, Becoming was technically an apocalypse, Mm -hmm. I suppose it, I should have gone through it and done a count since that's yeah. going to be a question that's brought up. I like the idea mm-hmm. of this, like, again?
1: Yeah. And then you also, like, I feel like there's a lot of technical things of, yeah, this would be really terrible and it would be terrible for the world. But is it really technically an apocalypse or just, like, a large-scale event? That I would feel like anytime
0: time the, the Hellmouth opens, they consider it an apocalypse.
1: I think that makes sense. And, like, anything that's trying to, like, bring a hell dimension to here, even if it's not directly opening the hell mouth. But there's some things where it's like – but if you bring about, like, this demon that's supposed to eat everything and destroy everyone, is that kind of an apocalypse if, you, if that's what they're supposed I to do? I feel like
0: there's – when I think apocalypse, I think of something like the earth imploding mm-hmm. and you're like, great, yeah. everything dies. But even when you think about Akathala, it was like, well, I mean, you're going to have hell on earth. Yeah. But there's still going to be an Earth. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like it's more a broader term of like mm-hmm. humanity as we know yeah. it. But the like... end of the
1: world as we know it, not necessarily the end of the world. Exactly. And I feel fine. <laughs> now, uh, one thing I, I looked up, but I couldn't actually see in the episode, maybe if I watch it again, I'll, I'll notice it. But apparently in the charred Sunnydale, you can see. The statue with Amy's mom in it. Yes! Which uh, is what probably the most disturbing thing. Yeah. Buffy if you think about it, because you can always, you could have always said in the back of your mind, like, yeah, it's terrible that that person's soul is stuck in a statue in the school, but the school blew up. So it's fine. No, that statue's still there. She's
0: still there. I won. I wonder what happens in season seven when the school comes back. Ooh. If- If there's, like, a charred statue. (laughs) There
1: should be. Oh, we got to watch for it. That'd
0: be great. Uh, So we have to take a break. I think it's uh, time to visit our sponsor. You do everything for your minions, but what happens when you're slain? They'll already be avenging your death at the hands of your enemies. Don't make them avenge your final expenses, too. Who will be there to help them fulfill your legacy of blood? Trust Ethan Rain Insurance. It's definitely not a scam. We offer the only term life after death and full demonic home and auto insurance on this plane of existence. Our rates are the lowest, and only, around. But don't take our word for it. Just listen to this satisfied customer who smashed his home and car to bits with his strong
1: four-claws. Replacement Toyota Camry.
0: What a fine furrow fellow. Worried about being blown up? Then take a listen to this civil servant.
1: Well, gosh. I sure wanted to make sure my girl was taken care of when I ascended. What with the pressures of running a small to large-sized town and becoming a big darn snake. I was worried to Pete about finding the time to get coverage. That's when I turned to Ethan Rain Insurance. They were just
0: Neat. Thanks, mister Mayor. And how about this distinguished gentleman? <clears throat> uh, e- excuse me. Okay. <laughs> well, trust Ethan Rain Insurance. Again, it's definitely not a scam. It's time to put doomed back on the shelf and open the books on a new man. <laughs> that just sounds so weird. Okay, one reason it might have sounded weird is that my uh, prompts are wrong. And it said, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to open a new man. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just, open him right up.
1: Oh my God. You're like the gnarl.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking split that guy open. Uh, what, I'm what, hungry. Is it, the
1: green room in here?
0: <laughs> uh. Ooh, we got some heavy buffy ready makeup <laughs> sessions. <laughs> kissy, kissy. Ooh. Laying on the bed. Mm-hmm.
1: I, because you know, initiative stuff all blends together. Sure. Uh, I was legitimately like, "Wait, is that when they have sex? Is that how they open this episode?" I was like, oh no,
0: no, that's with faith.
1: No, I was like, oh, that's 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 not right.
0: So Riley's about to round second <sighs> when Willow barges in. Mm-hmm. There's a monster in the rec room. This is rude. I'm sorry. <sighs> this is rude.
1: Yeah. I, I get you want to surprise her and it's, it's fun to use the Slayer stuff, but like, you could have it be like, Oh, Giles has this book you need to see in the, in the rec room.
0: Let's schedule a time. I don't need to interrupt your, your makeout session. Well, that, I don't,
1: I mean, she didn't know it was a makeout session. going She into it.
0: knew. I feel like that's, it's inconsiderate to not schedule something. But, I mean, you want
1: to be a surprise. Like, that's not my problem. My problem is that like, it's real dangerous to say like, Hey, uh monster killer, go kill this monster right. And then it's a room full of people in the dark. That's that's more my I do like was. the whole
0: like, is it a vampire? Vampires don't breathe fire. <laughs> like, <laughs> that I kind of want to see line. her battle a demon or a dragon.
1: <laughs> it was like if you want to see her battle a demon, uh, That's
0: any episode. They're both wearing hippie skirts. I just oh. need to point out it's really impractical. <laughs> Take a
1: shot? Wait,
0: that was Especially when you're fighting it. a dragon, it's gonna catch fire.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's flame retardant.
0: Pants! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I want that as a drop and just put that into random bits of other episodes pants do
0: it i mean uh, i like my maxi skirts but i mean not when i'm battling dragons yeah.
1: yeah that reminds me of uh you ever see the unaired pilot of the wonder woman show they tried to make a couple years back no
0: but i should look that up because i'm interested
1: it's uh with adrian like it's ugh, crazy like it's, this isn't
0: the one that just we didn't want it to make
1: uh I think it was one that CBS was trying to make I forget okay. who who wrote it um but it seemed like it was very heavily like changed and it it seemed like a pilot that was based on five different scripts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Wonder Woman is wearing like, uh, like kind of blue pants in it, but still mostly like very traditional, uh, Wonder Woman outfit, but with pants. And oh, I like she's not a, wearing a skirt. Yeah. And it's like, that's a lot more practical, but it's funny because it's an unaired pilot and it's not completely finished. So there's this is one bit where they have like a little subtitle of like notes, basically. Like I'm not sure if they're network or studio or I guess, uh, editing notes, uh, whoever does the colorization where it's just, uh, she's doing something like intimidating, and like I'm gonna beat up this guy and throw a motorcycle at him. And just underneath the subtitle comes up, pants to be darkened.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like oh
1: yeah, those pants super are important. It's it's just very intimidating.
0: So it turns out it was a surprise party. Aww. Oh no, Buffy's birthday. You know what that means? Ooh, Nothing good. Sure, <laughs> she can
1: drink in Canada.
0: Sure. Also, there's probably something terrible is gonna happen. Oh, yeah. it's bad. Is this the first time that Mark Plucas has been in the credits?
1: believe so. It's either this episode or the last one. Okay. Yeah.
0: Congrats, it's sometime buddy. this week. Yeah. You did a good job. I'm happy yeah. to see you made it.
1: And his little zap gun bit makes it into the credits.
0: I the zap gun is effective.
1: But that shot, though, just looks so like
0: pew, pew. pew. Look at my zappy gun. <laughs> I must imagine that like being an actor with that gun Mm -hmm. feels a little ridiculous because there isn't zappy things coming out of it. You're just like, and I'm assuming there's stuff coming out of it. Ha ha. I'm going to move as if this gun is jerking. Well, that's why
1: I like when, when movies and TV shows at least give you like a light or something that goes off, like, you know, or
0: even like if you, like if you can cock a gun and it at least like clicks. Yeah. Something something
1: physical or a light comes out of it or it moves in some way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Giles is there boring Anya to death. I
1: like <laughs> Anya it, doesn't give a fuck.
0: But like, she's trying to learn social skills. It's yeah. not that she's like, I don't care. She's yeah. like, oh, I'm, oh, ah, that's humans. Yeah. Uh, um, and I like that. She Xander, cares about Sanders. Sanders coaching her. He's so like, what did we talk about? And then when she's just like, please continue your boring story, he's like <laughs> smiling encouragingly. I like Aww, that. That's so sweet together. Buffy introduces Giles to Riley, Aww. which is so cute because it's like introducing your dad to your boyfriend for the first time. You're like, ah, I'm dating this guy.
1: And if that uh, meeting makes you nervous, don't worry. You can take a shot because there's a widespread panic stick around the back wall. Is
0: there? Yeah. I thought that was like a thing of high school. It's followed us to college. Mm-hmm. Awkward conversation about Giles being a gentleman of leisure. Poor Giles. Which would be worse? You are so old that you must be retired or you're just unemployed.
1: I, I mean, I think it depends. I feel like even though he's not that old, he's lived like a very eventful life. Yeah. So I feel like he's – he's it's the kind of retired that, that makes sense to be retired at I that feel,
0: age. I feel like this could be a brag, actually. Mm-hmm. The idea yeah. that you could retire early yeah. is like – or even that like – Oh, I just don't need to work. Mm-hmm. That is a fucking brag. Are you kidding me? Who would like raise your hand if you don't want that?
1: Especially if what? you're a middle aged, uh, fairly good looking British man in California. I feel like that you could totally get away with. Like, I'm a man of leisure. Yeah.
0: Like, are you kidding me? Like, oh, I don't need to work. I don't want to work. I don't have to work. Like, fuck, man. How do I get that? <laughs> So the the whole like him being upset about like I, it's not that I'm unemployed like no, embrace it, buddy. Yeah, you're yeah. fucking retired, young.
1: Wear those loose fitting sweaters that you started wearing this season.
0: Do it. Ditch yeah. the tweet. It's too formal. Too formal I mean, for a gentleman of legend. I mean, occasionally. Occasional. You like look fancy. Occasions. You you pull it off very well. So the icing on the cake is that Professor Walsh is the smartest person that Buffy's ever met, and she's old and important, so she's does not want to come to a party like this.
1: Oh, Buffy. So, so. She doesn't
0: obvious. even get it. She doesn't obvious. even like the fact that, like, she's at no point ashamed of what she said no, is so it endearing. Never it's better. adorable. Yeah. Professor Walsh, so smart, except for, you know, not learning the lesson that we all learned in Frankenstein in junior high. But, you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. And
1: not learning the lesson of this season, you're walking alone at night.
0: Dumb, Sunday dumb. Go, dumb.
1: Some way of defending yourself.
0: Spike is moving out of the basement and trying he's to steal up. <laughs> trying to steal things in the process. <laughs> Riley tells Buffy's secret identity to his mom. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Boy. I meant I meant Wait. I meant Maggie Walsh. It's his mom. <laughs> it is interesting that this I mean this uh I'm yeah. an idiot, but this is the first time that I realized that, like as much as like Buffy and Riley are mirror image, mm-hmm. images of each other, you've mm-hmm. got Two people with secret identities, mm-hmm. finding demons in very different ways. Mm-hmm. They also have mirror image parental figures that mm-hmm. Buffy has the father figure in Giles yeah. and Riley has this super creepy mother figure.
1: Do we ever find out? I'm, honestly, I just don't remember. Yeah. Like, does Riley not have
0: We never mom? find that out, to my knowledge, because he's so farm fed Iowa boy yeah. and it's not brought up. I assume he has two parents. Yeah. Just because he's so like, mm-hmm. white bread America. Yeah. I have nothing wrong with my home life. Like mm-hmm. everything's you know, peachy Ma and, and dandy. And yeah, exactly. Ma, that's, I picked your mom pocket. Exactly.
1: So, uh, uh, a weird tan guy who gets sucked into a tornado and then a woman who does product placement for Kohl's.
0: That movie doesn't exist.
1: I, I so wish that was the case. I oh, know.
0: We're we're Ugh. gonna block that out. Riley has brought down an impressive seventeen hostile subterrestrials. Mm-hmm. HSTs.
1: Uh yeah, you know me, you're down know, with
0: HSTs.
1: Yeah, you know me.
0: Go uh, keep going, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, you... They're
1: demons and vampires and other things. They sometimes use magic boxes.
0: Everything true. Uh, so I like that Riley is like this mix of impressed mm-hmm. and intimidated by Buffy when yeah. he's like, how many of you bags?" like, um, I, I, one, I hope that she's not keeping count. I would feel less about Buffy if she was like, although mm-hmm. I don't know if that would be cool if she was keeping count. Well, it might be like something
1: that I feel like it's probably something that Giles has somewhere.
0: Probably. Yeah. And like, he's like, watch actually, you know what? I bet he stopped though after the watcher diaries. Yeah. Yeah, But I like that Riley's like, I can't decide whether or not that's super impressive. I'm like, shit. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm not sure if you picked up on this, but I think this could be analogous to how many people you've boned.
0: I actually didn't pick up on that. That's yeah. pretty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's kind of nice. They deal well, with you in share like,
0: that number with your significant other's mother figure. But...
1: Well, that's because we. I think we should realize that there's some, some messed up stuff going on in the initiative. That's one right. thing that this episode proves.
0: Yeah. But yeah, she's... Mm-hmm. She, he's, this is going to start a question that I have for uh, at least a season of, um, spirally sexist. I'm just going to throw, we're not going to answer that today. It's an ongoing question that I'm going to keep asking Mm you.
1: Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's, I think especially at the time, Mm -hmm. it's a lot harder to draw the distinction between genuinely sexist and just kind of old fashioned.
0: Fair. If you were dating a girl who very obviously could easily beat you up, Mm -hmm. would you be upset that you couldn't best her physically?
1: No, but I think there is something to be said for the added fact that Buffy doesn't outwardly look like somebody who could beat Riley up.
0: Sure, fair.
1: Where I feel like that adds a different level where it's not necessarily just like, the girl can't beat me up, but it's like, it feels extra weird that this girl I'm dating, who doesn't look like a powerhouse, is easily beating me up. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think but it's I mean, I also to, I,
0: to like to to not just put everything on men. Mm-hmm. I do have a lot of girlfriends who've told me that, like, I mean, this the whole thing. Like, I will only date a guy who's taller than me. Mm-hmm. I will only like I know a lot of girls who want who won't date skinny guys yeah. because they want to make sure it's someone who can protect them in a mm-hmm. fight or you know that or they develop
1: them if it's cold <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, um just like take care of them physically mm-hmm. so it, it does it is on both sides yeah.
1: lift them up to go through the threshold that yeah um but this scene brings up I did uh found some some research somebody had uh, looked up um so it's uh, basically for Riley they say he killed 17 sure it's, uh, uh, I think it's established either here or someplace else that it's about 11 vampires, six demons. Yes. He's, he's done. In this scene. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, you just look at what we can kind of conclusively prove on screen, um, for this online, that Buffy has killed conservatively 106 things.
0: That is super conservatively, because you assume she is patrolling every night, and we're not necessarily well, seeing it. Well, that's the thing,
1: is that you, you probably want to factor in at least, at, I would say, at, at minimum, one per episode extra vampire on top of that. So right. That's like, you know, probably another 60, 70... Vampires on top, but the 106 that we've confirmed.
0: I would say more because I again I always assume each episode Mm -hmm. normally is about a week after the previous one. I assume she's killing a vampire a night at the very least. So
1: then that's we we'd probably want to say again conservatively. So she's killing seven for every episode we see. Yeah. So it'd be like seven times (laughs) seventy. Yeah. That's that's a a um, lot. Yeah. Um, But of ones that we we know that she's killed for sure killed on screen 70 vampires um and a, a nest that we never got an exact number on okay 22 just demons of some sort that are clearly demons a she mantis yep a mummy yep three assassins again unknown origin exactly what or where they are very possibly human.
0: <laughs> uh, definitely human. She's a murderer. Possibly
1: human. They may have been magic people. It may not uh, count.
0: At, well, one of those was definitely a demon. Two of them were humans, but keep going. Uh,
1: two robots. <laughs> one bazaar, uh, along with any number of offspring bazaar. Uh, uh, again, unclear. Two ghosts uh, banished more than killed. Uh, one ex-watcher. One oh, old sure. one. And uh, uh, a vengeful spirit. Was the old one. Is it the uh, first? I don't know if that's considered the first. This is, again, not my research, but this, these are the ones that they list as far as, like, okay. distinct categories. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, 106 for sure. Probably close to 1,006. I was going
0: to say, if it's seven a week, that's an initial 490. So, uh, we'll say around 600, yeah. conservatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, there's a little more than 17. A little more than
0: 17. <laughs> you
1: should get yourself checked out for, like, demon-transmitted diseases.
0: She had one. It, d- it was D's. it was the the ears the the hearing.
1: But like, just because you got you know, cl- it cleared up once, you could still get something. She could come back. Yeah.
0: Get yourself inoculated. Mm-hmm. Well, Giles is dusting. He randomly picks up a book that he believes is by coincidence prophesy prophesizing about that day. What the hell? This makes no sense. Like, I'm dusting. I'm going to randomly pick up this one book. Well,
1: I think there's a there's like a bit that you you can seem like wait a minute and then he goes to grab the book of he thought of something.
0: It happens to be that day. This is like come on buddy. I think that's it's
1: kind of a joke. He's
0: reaching. Giles goes to look for Buffy at Maggie Walsh's. They're all passive aggressive. Oof. Who knows what's best for Buffy? I have I have I have feelings about their fight. Mm-hmm. Firstly, Giles laid the groundwork for Maggie. Yeah. If it weren't for his encouragement and his nagging, Mm -hmm. Buffy would not have the academic skills and work ethic that she does in Maggie's class. Mm -hmm. If it weren't for Giles, Buffy is not in Maggie's class and not doing a good enough job. Maggie is right about it being bad to take on adult roles too early. Mm -hmm. Kids shouldn't have to do that. And really, no one should have to feel responsible for the safety of the entire world. That's too much. Mm -hmm. However, Buffy's not lacking a father figure.
1: Oh, strong male role model. Oh, that was so. She has a very
0: oh. strong real male role model. Xander. Wait, no. Okay. Spike? Wait, no. These are my feelings. That's, that's the to- total of my feelings.
1: Mm-hmm. There's definitely some stuff where, like, I, uh, not that i necessarily agree, but I kind of get, like, Maggie Walsh being a bit like, assuming that uh, giles is kind of using his white male privilege in a way sure um where he says like girl instead of woman but it's very clear that that's not a thing because he thinks any less of her it's just he's an old british man
0: well, well this is your this is it the same way that you know to buffy he's a father figure mm-hmm. to giles she's a daughter yeah. figure yeah. so i feel like to any dad and you can ask yeah. my dad we've talked about mm-hmm. this a lot your baby girl is always your baby girl oh i'm
1: still my
0: mom's baby oh yeah baby mike yeah oh, yeah little oh, baby you're i mean and you want i mean like it's, mm-hmm. sometimes it can be frustrating where you're like oh my god stop treating me like a kid yeah. but on the other hand like you want that yeah you do want that
1: i do like being swaddled <laughs>
0: The Scoobies go to stop the demon from rising without the Slayer. Mm-hmm. Turns out that no one told Giles about the initiative, or that Riley, Riley oh, is one poor of them.
1: Giles,
0: that's ah, sex.
1: Oh, it's so. <laughs> Oof.
0: Oh. After Giles storms out, Ethan Rain steps out of the shadows. <laughs> I love, I
1: love this bit, and this is like I, I clearly thought this bit happened several seasons ago with Spike. Remember, it was... Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's just so well done here.
0: <laughs> but you a monologue like, oh, shit, I thought you'd gone.
1: It's oh, bugger, which is oh, even bugger. better. Oh, bugger. Oh, bugger. <laughs> Very British.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> He's like, like, oh, I, I got to
0: high i do and then giles like you have no idea how much thrashing you is going to improve my day how many times have you like okay so have you ever had that feeling where like Mm -hmm. you were having a shitty fucking day like you were just everything is going wrong and you're like i'm so pissed off like i almost wish i had a legitimate reason to punch someone right now like i'm not gonna go around punching random people but i kind of wish someone would fuck with me and that i had like a morally upright reason to punch someone i mean sometimes i get
1: if I'm biking in the city, mm. I I get like kind of a bloodlust of like I want I want to be able to yell at somebody for doing something wrong and they do it right. I'm like, okay, you you you, you signaled correctly. <laughs> so I, thought I think it's a similar feeling of like I want righteous indignation.
0: Yeah. Um, I was doored today, <gasps> so Lovely. I got to really unleash on a dude. Yeah, that's that's when it that seems like I do feel righteously able to say everything I want to say to you oh. in this moment. Yeah.
1: Do you offer any fun excuses?
0: No, this was literally him.
1: Uh, Kristen has a very shocked look on her face.
0: Uh, So Ethan swears he has a warning for Rupert, so they go to a pub. Uh. Ethan says there are rumors in the dark world that something besides the Slayer is harming demons. (sighs) And that something called 314 is supposed to be real scary. John
1: 315?
0: 314. Oh, okay. I should look up and there's a Bible over there. We can look up what comes before John three fifteen. It's mm-hmm. probably just like, and there was a hill with a bush and therefore he said, that's what's gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. say." <laughs> Riley and Buffy are sparring. <laughs> it's oddly akin to foreplay. Yeah. I mean, there's something that I think it's about the way they're looking at each other mm-hmm. and they're breathing hard and there's yeah. something with the music. It's kind of <laughs> hot. It's pretty hot. Like for considering they're trying to punch each other. Yeah. It's pretty hot. Uh, she bruises his ribs and his ego.
1: <laughs>
0: he's Riley sexist.
1: I think he's injured.
0: Okay. Speaking of bruised egos, Giles is now drunk and <laughs> feeling very sorry for himself. Aww. He's getting old and demons aren't even scared of him. Aww. He then hits on oh the waitress God. and gives out his hotel number. There is
1: a great... Um, uh, and I almost... Brought back, uh, deleted scene theater. There's a great bit that they cut out where Ethan Rain, uh, is trying to convince the, the waitress that he is Roger Moore. Oh my God. And then like it basically is like trying to, you know, pip out Giles to support him. It's like, tell her, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a hundred percent Roger Moore. He's like, no, you're not.
0: just, ah. just says, no, he's not. Ethan. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, it's pretty, pretty fantastic.
0: Willow and Tara are doing a spell to float a rose mm-hmm. and pluck its petals. Okay, so up until this mm-hmm. this moment, I, as a first time Buffy watcher, I probably never had any inklings of Willow having same sex tendencies, mm-hmm. but she straight up could not have chosen a sexier spell. <laughs> like this, I feel like this, let's, let's <laughs> hold hands
1: and lift a rose
0: and. And slowly pluck its petals together. Like there's, there is no part of Willow that was like this would be a fun thing to do with a friend. That she's like, I'm seducing Tara. Like this is this is the first thing we were like, oh, you hitting on another girl? I mean, Mm -hmm. hey,
1: you 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 joining uh, the uh, banner that Bradley put up for the Lesbian Alliance? Yeah,
0: like that had some meaning to you. Stuff Mm -hmm. is happening. Yeah, that's interesting
1: plucking those petals
0: there's some shakespearean i know allegory here going Mm. on about that's yeah a girl getting plucked that's totally a thing yeah Yeah. no i'm not i know what i'm talking about
1: i think what you're thinking of is the flowers are still standing from ghostbusters
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh. shakespeare Buster, same
1: same thing.
0: It was written by Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> I think it's an uh I mean the,
1: the, the phrase mother pus bucket does sound kind of Shakespearean.
0: Oh no, it's definitely merged into Venice. <laughs> no Hamlet, that one has ghosts. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Hamlet's just a ghostbuster. <laughs> I, I, I'm afraid of my dad
1: I, I, I'm afraid of my dad
0: oh I love it and now I want them to do Ghostbusters what are we on now for
1: well it's a reboot okay but I want
0: out. I want the fifth Ghostbusters movies to be about one of their dads as a ghost and i trying to send them a message and I'm gonna get so excited <laughs> uh, so they float the rose just fine but when it comes to the petals, it just becomes a flying missile all around the room
1: Petals are off
0: It's they are there they are. The next morning, Giles wakes up <laughs> as a demon. Uh, what do you think about this whole costume get up? I think it's pretty solid. I think it's pretty solid.
1: I'm a little disappointed he has to have pants.
0: Uh, I appreciate Giles having pants. I, I want I mean,
1: him to. Man, I was one of my pants.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm joining my own alliance right now.
0: Uh, I, I appreciate the fact that, like, looking at this, like, I recognize that as Giles, but if I didn't mm-hmm. look like get a good look at him, yep. I'd be like, Damn! uh, I do not like his shoulders at all. Remotely. The pointy no, thing? Don't like him. it um they remind stop doing that it reminds me of a pointy comp-
1: <laughs> like shoulders i don't dance. like it i don't
0: like it it make it looks like a compound fracture and i have a really big problem with like when movies show compound Ooh. fractures like i can't think of anything grosser yeah. so every time i look at giles and get up i'm like oh my god put your shoulders back in your body oh
1: you know what you would hate then you ever read death of superman no because Doomsday in that, unlike in the uh, the film version, where he's basically a a tubby little troll, um,
0: he's <laughs> not little.
1: Oof, I mean, I guess uh, his his impact on uh, pop culture should be oh <laughs> burn. Um, but in the the comic books, he well he starts off being in this weird green suit with one hand tied behind his back. It's weird. But then when he gets out of that, he's like just all bones jutting out, of his gray skin. Nope.
0: Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No. Oh my God, I cannot watch like internet videos where like, you know, people are like, oh my God, look what happened when he skateboarded down those stairs. No.
1: Everything turned out fine.
0: I like that he can't control his strength and just destroys Mm -hmm. his own house because he's (laughs) just like, I'm just gonna put my hand here. I broke it. Shit.
1: (laughs) Although, like, part of me feels like uh, well, I guess you can make the the argument that he's already kind of turning Fiaro mentally too. Mm. I feel like Giles would be smart enough to be like well i turned into a demon i should probably not destroy my house and then leave without leaving a note
0: i feel like he's freaking out yeah like I and mean, he's going to get help he's going mm-hmm. to seek out the scoobies yeah i don't think he's thinking clearly
1: yeah yeah the fear all is probably making them all
0: also like just freaking out as a person like if i woke up as a demon fuck yeah but like
1: he had to know that was a possibility
0: why because he's been training in like demon stuff
1: for 30 years
0: willow and buffy are having breakfast i have a very important question for you Uh uh-huh pancakes or waffles
1: for for what purpose like for eating oh um for breakfast pancakes okay for dessert waffles a la mode
0: Very good answer. Very good. I used to always say pancakes Mm -hmm. and didn't understand why anyone would ever want waffles ever. I was like, I don't, I don't see it. That's because I'd only ever had frozen waffles.
1: Oh yeah. Fresh waffles are really good. I just
0: got a waffle maker for my birthday. Oh. I've had waffles like every weekend now. Uh, and now I'm just going to say as long as it's fresh, either one, that's fine. Yep. Yeah. They're,
1: (laughs) they're both very good. (laughs) The fresher, the better.
0: Willow says she was, uh, by herself last night. Which I feel like is already telling me, I feel things for Tara. Because why else would you hide it?
1: Because it's not like there's been a big establishment like this season of people being upset with Willow doing too much magic.
0: Yeah. And and, and it's quite the opposite. They talked about it and then it became a like, how's the magic? I know you'll do well and you'll teach them what you're doing. So Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's it's immediately like, why would you not just... I met this girl at yeah. Wicked Club and we're friends. And I think it is interesting
1: to because it's, it's not like so blatantly clear how much Willow realizes or admits to herself about right. what's going on. It just
0: feels like she has an inkling of like, I'm feeling something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I just, I'm not prepared to talk about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah, even if she's not like, I'm definitely into this girl and I want to date her. There's definitely something where it's like, I... I don't want to answer questions about this person who I'm spending time with.
0: Yeah. Somewhere deep down, she's like, something's mm-hmm. different. Yeah.
1: There's something there that wasn't there before.
0: <laughs> Does that movie take place in the Buffy verse? I feel like it might because there's a demon and a witch. Yeah. There you I, go. I,
1: it's canon. Same verse.
0: Uh, so Willow blames the pluie spell on some powerful magic person in the area, i.e. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan. Giles goes to get help from Xander. I that was
1: alluding to 314 or possibly oh. both.
0: But does magic continue to go wrong for the rest of the season?
1: I don't think so. Okay. So, I, yeah, it probably makes I, more sense Ethan. that it's Ethan Rain. Yeah. But I, I thought it might have been alluding to both.
0: Gotcha. Giles goes to get help from Xander, but although he thinks he's speaking English, Xander hears demon language. Aw. Uh, it's like charades.
1: Charades, guys. Didn't you? I know.
0: Did we he, learn nothing from the gentleman?
1: Yeah. Like, guys, you need to work on your charade skills. Like, Almost like, well, I guess we had a week in between, but almost two weeks in a row, charades would have helped you guys 10,000%.
0: I get like, Giles, probably if he picks up a pencil right now, I'm like, ah, fuck him. Like he was going to break it. But yeah. There's other
1: ways to like. Two
0: words. Sounds like.
1: Peace symbol. Like
0: (laughs) Yeah. Peace. Peace. There you go. They've met nice demons before. You're dating one. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, hell, until the last episode, you were housing a vampire in your basement.
0: Yeah. But to Xander, if it looks like a demon and it sounds like a demon, oh. I'd probably try to kill it yeah. or date or, it or throw pans at it. <laughs> <laughs> Not really going to kill it.
1: it. Is the shittiest reflexes
0: <laughs> pans?
1: <laughs> well, because it's, it's like Giles has to like really wake him up before yeah. he even like acknowledges that there's somebody there. Then he has to like look at him for several seconds. Oh, that's a demon. Oh yes, I he I should be scared. I just love that he's <laughs> he's such not a warrior. No, way.
0: the gang goes to Giles's house for help, but sees the damage and assume he's been attacked. Mm-hmm. Demon Giles runs into Spike, <laughs> but he Spike actually recognizes him yeah. and can speak Fjölnir. Giles pays him in exchange for help.
1: Oh, he's got a new friend.
0: <laughs> I like this un this unlikely alliance. Yeah, And what I'm going to help you out of the evilness of my heart. Yeah. So the gang is trying to research what type of demon ate Giles up. <laughs> Riley shows up to help. It's nice to yeah. see that like, he's being supportive. Spike tries to drive Giles' car. Um, I like that Giles actually like, the. De- this has now become mm-hmm. like a ticking clock situation yeah. because Giles is actually turning into the demon.
1: Yeah, and it, it adds some stakes so it's not just like, oh, isn't it funny that he's a demon?
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, we got to actually get this done mm-hmm. ASAP.
1: Although it does mean we can't have more adventures of Spike and Fierol Giles.
0: I would love that. This is where Fierol Giles runs into Maggie Walsh. Who's a Dumb, dumb, dummy, dumb, dumb, <laughs> dummy, dumb, uh, dumb. dumb. This is a
1: funny scene, but yeah, especially like this happened like a month ago to after you after the Maggie
0: werewolf. Walsh. You're like, all right, I'm gonna protect myself.
1: Like get like a little one of those zappers or have. There's like, got to be a, a pistol phone. version,
0: a handgun version, yeah. yeah. But no, like ah. Every
1: duty mace. Yeah.
0: Even a taser. Just get a taser. Spike questions the waitress from the night before, who tells him that Ethan is staying at the Sunnydale Motor Inn. Turns out they're being followed by the initiative, because Maggie Walsh is a bitch, and she called Riley. Yeah. Giles bails out of the car with his compound fracture, shoulders that are hitting pavement, and it's all I can think about. Shoulders. Your bones are hitting pavement.
1: Bony, bony, shoulder, (laughs) pavement. I hate
0: it. Well, think
1: of it as, like, it's like fingernails or a rhino's horn.
0: Ugh! All terrible thing. Like, fingernails on pavement? Sounds terrible. But, like, not
1: scratch. <laughs> he didn't follow the card scratching.
0: Ro- oh, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Or hair. Hair, bones. hair is, is, basically. No, it's soft. Bones sticking out. Tendons. We
1: don't know that it's may have been spongy.
0: Worse. (laughs) He arrives at the motor in about the same time as Buffy and Riley. Mm -hmm. Buffy beats up Giles and then stabs him with his own letter opener. (laughs) She assumes it's silver. It is not. No. Oh, we did skip over, though, I think
1: uh, my favorite line of the episode um, when they're talking about uh, the fact that the demon stole the car and they say, uh, Why would a demon steal a car? And then Anya says, Why would a demon steal that car?
0: I mean, fair. This Is it. is this the death of the Citriot? Yes. Is he getting a new car after this? He, oh, he gets appearing. the Penis Mobile after this. <laughs> Penis Mobile. Midlife crisis car. Mm-hmm. So she recognizes his eyes. Aww. And tells him, you're the only person in the world that can look that annoyed with me.
1: I do love that it's, uh, Ethan throws, like, a little wrench of, like, that's the one that killed Giles. Yeah, that's and cool.
0: really kind of goads her on. Mm-hmm. And even though he, like, yeah, yeah. what a shit. Yeah. What a total shame. I shit. think he does
1: worship chaos. Even though that's another thing that's kind of weird. Because he talks about like he's a he's afraid of the three fourteen thing. Yeah. Because it will throw worlds out of balance.
0: Your whole thing is off balance. That's chaos. It's like a
1: definition of chaos. Yeah. And this granted, this is probably one of his like least chaotic giant crazy things that he's done it's this is very just specific. straight up
0: revenge yeah.
1: yeah aimed at one person but like your whole mo is throwing worlds out of balance that's weird
0: yeah you go to it.
1: initiative jail <laughs> uh which he does mm-hmm.
0: he, he assumes that buffy is just gonna let him go because what are you gonna do <laughs> you can't kill me <laughs> and riley's just he there like arresting him yeah. i love it uh, i guess they are helpful to have i mean like i feel like that's yeah. The point of this episode. Like you mm-hmm. learn what's good about the initiative. Well, yeah. they were able to pull
1: records
0: records from Ethan's motel to figure out what yeah. room he's in, and that's how they with Riley's help, that's how they find him. Well with
1: a Weasley guy like Ethan Rain, I feel like why would you check in under your own name? Credit cards. But I feel like he's he can get a fake credit
0: card. Sure, yeah. And then arresting him when he couldn't when Buffy really doesn't have mm-hmm. a way of handling yeah. these things, well, tracking yeah. the demons pheromones mm-hmm. is something that they can do that Buffy can't. So yeah. I feel like this whole episode is just serve uh, to let us know, mm-hmm. like this is a helpful relationship yeah. for her to have. We yeah. think,
1: uh, and it's just, it gets so frustrating and there's already the early signs of it. The initiative being so full of itself. Cause like Buffy and them are so willing to like, Open up and, like, find out what's going on with the initiative and, like, work together. And we work together. together. Yeah. Um, even though you could say, like, oh, but they didn't let the initiative do it on their own and she had to go in because that's her job. She's better at it than you guys. But it's just, oh, if they had been smarter about it, it would have been so much better for everybody. Because they have resources. Yeah. And she has the innate ability. And, yes. Oh,
0: And like, and she has resources they don't have Mm -hmm. in terms of like magic that they don't get or understand. Mm -hmm. I feel if there were anyone else at the helm, yeah, I think I feel like everything that went bad with the initiative was Maggie Walsh. And if you had a better leader that was like that understood the benefits of teaming up with Buffy, and just this actually could have been, yeah, this could have been like a really great relationship. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you start to see that season. Five slash season six, mm-hmm. when you find out the initiative didn't go away, they've yeah. just gone underground and like Grant's still in there. It's still kind of a mm-hmm. legit thing going yeah. on. Yeah, they're not necessarily inherently evil, mm-hmm. but just
1: mismanaged.
0: Bad captain at the ship, gonna steer you into a storm. Riley, seeing how strong Buffy is, both physically and as a leader, is super into it. Mm. Remember this feeling, buddy. Later on, you're going to forget about this. Bubble. Embrace this. Yeah. You're super into her being a badass. Mm-hmm. Giles warns Buffy not to keep her guard down around the initiative. And she should keep her guard up because Maggie walks into a restricted room numbered 314.
1: Ooh, you know, what's really scary. That shitty font.
0: <laughs> Pretty terrible. Yeah.
1: It's like, is this is this like a futuristic Disneyland attraction from 1982. This
0: is definitely from Tomorrowland. Yeah, this yes. is
1: so wonky dumb that font. Like it,
0: This it is really, techno. This is technological. Yeah,
1: it's like we are a computer.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like the opening credits to Revenge of the Nerd. It's so not scary yeah. that font. That I I know it sounds super geeky to get that mad about a font.
0: Would you be happy if it was something really more like generic just like yes. Arial?
1: I would be a 100%. Like, if it was those, like, address sticker yeah. font things, like that would be scarier to me. Okay. Because that font is such, like, a deliberate choice to, like, try to make it look futuristic but makes mm-hmm. it look really cheap and dumb that it takes away a lot of the menace of that, that, like, idea.
0: I gotcha. I support it. hmm What you think about a new man?
1: It's a new man. It's a new day. It's a
0: really fun episode. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I like it.
1: It's I had a, a weird thought when I was, you know, taking notes and watching it. It was like I think to some degree there's a, a decline in quality in the Ethan Rain episodes. I kind of feel like mm. starts off the strongest and kind of goes down.
0: Oh, the band candy. I
1: I feel like I like the, the Halloween more.
0: That oh well, I mean that's like one of your favorite episodes, yeah, yeah fair.
1: um but the thing is like I know that sounds like a really damning thing, but when this one is probably one of my favorite episodes of this season. Yeah. Like that's not that bad that yeah, you know, it just starts off really high for me.
0: That's true. And as you know, your point about like him mm-hmm. worshiping chaos, he goes from like two things where he is causing chaos yeah. in the whole town mm-hmm. to just really peddly going after this one person. Yeah. So it's kind of, like oh it's kind of small <laughs> Although, for you.
1: I guess I do have all three of those above the one where it's the, uh, blue capri sun demon was you know it? it's the that's the one where they go into a lot of the ripper backstory
0: oh right right See, right like, yeah, i, I even, forgot about
1: I, dark age we both kind of forgot about that that, that one, one was a shitty episode yeah, yeah that well one. shitty
0: but it's yeah
1: it's it's, it's eh. so standard. but that one i it only kind of counts it like has ethan in it but it's not like an ethan
0: episode right right it's where we first meet him yeah i enjoy this episode it's a fun monster of the week Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I kind of want more Ethan in this yeah. episode because he's so funny and so fun to be around. That it's I do like Fiarl's Giles and Spike together. That's mm-hmm. a really fun duo. Yeah. But I also just want to hear Ethan be a shit for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. like he's just
0: such a shit. I want to listen to him be a shit and be like, ah, oh, mm. you're such a shit.
1: Yeah, I kind of I think my my biggest problem with this is an individual episode, and I understand they need to move certain plot elements forward in the season. Mm. I I would cut. Uh, possibly even the whole like Buffy Riley, Riley storyline or at least like drastically hmm. like change it or put it in another episode because like I love the Giles and Ethan stuff. I love the yeah. Giles and, and Spike stuff.
0: There's um, a lot of lead up with like Buffy's birthday which also like dropped immediately. Did yeah. it become a theme. Maggie Walsh and yeah. Giles which is funny when he attacks yeah. her but like I just
1: I mm-hmm. wanted to focus on the part that's really fun. Yeah, yeah. Especially since it is kind of a one off, but there's a lot of other stuff they need to do, and I, I get it. But
0: Anthony Stewart Head is so good at mm-hmm. being the stuffy British guy most of the time. That's like giving us the backstory with magic mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. That I, when he does get to be the comedic element, yeah. which usually means either he's been hit on the head or he's drunk. Yeah. He's just he's very good at yeah. it. He's just very very good. A funny thing I
1: found in, uh, production notes or something said that, uh, uh, he also felt very comfortable in the, uh, Fioral outfit in part because he got used to wearing stilettos for Rocky Horror. And there was a similar kind of like lift thing in his yeah. shoes to make him bigger. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so would you be ready to go international? <laughs> Buffy Tapaja, Grande Dragon, das So uh, for this one, uh, nothing too crazy, but there's some nice alternate titles. Uh, Doomed, we have The End of the World, which is kind of fun. I like it. Uh, and then for German, we have The Sacrifice of the Three. Little weird, uh, but again, that German thing to like, let's go for some specific element of the episode that's not the point of the episode. Sure. But is technically correct. Uh, then for New Man, uh, just got the German-French as well. For German, metamorphoses.
0: Mm. It's, it's a very German It's type. not tactically correct at all. Well, it changes. But that's not, uh, not bug-related. It's not really... Well, I mean, it
1: doesn't have to just be bugs. You can have a metaphorical metamorphosis. I know. A meta-meta, as I call it. <laughs> Um, and then the French one is just 314.
0: We're not there yet. Yeah,
1: that's weird.
0: Way to jump to the gun. The
1: first like teaser of it would be 314. It would be like, I don't know, in, in, uh, if Star Wars, the first Star Wars, New Hope was like, by the way, Darth Vader's is dead.
0: Yeah. No, like, that's just straight up. Whoa. That's I, what Goodbye, Iowa is where we first meet 314. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that.
1: That's so weird. I don't <sighs> like it.
0: Nope. Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week.
1: Mine, uh, I think, is probably the most important Slay of the Week in a I lot of ways. I feel like
0: we're going to have the same one. I,
1: I hope we do. Mine is uh, Spike killing the the demon.
0: <laughs> Me too! Yes! It's a- so so it is really her. important yeah. because it's a, a. it makes him now, not really officially a part of the Scoobies, mm-hmm. but like one step closer to yeah. that. He has a new purpose. Mm-hmm. He's no longer trying to kill himself. Yeah. He's, I mean.
1: It's clear he can still be a part of the show because it's kind of like they've been having yeah. fun with him being this like weird neutered thing. But it's also clear like this is coming towards the end of things you can do with that and still be yeah. like an effective character.
0: But yeah. Also, I'm just happy for him that like, I am not really only does he have a purpose, him. it's a purpose I can support mm-hmm. morally. He's excited yeah. about it. I'm back and I'm a bloody animal. Yeah.
1: And it really shows that even though he's done horrible things in his long unlife, that there is <laughs> something like at his core that is kind of sweet about Spike. Yeah. Which again is why I, I really like him as a character that he, it's. He's very childlike in a way.
0: It's that. It's that he's he's finding joy in mm-hmm. this thing. I wish that when he, you know, could hurt people that he had chosen to hurt demons instead, yeah. a la Angel. But... Well, I, he didn't have a soul. I know. Well, he doesn't have a soul now. It's only that he's neutered. Yeah. But it's... He is, it's, he is an
1: artificial soul.
0: There you go. It's true. I find joy in watching him find joy. Yeah.
1: it's it's, it's It just warms your little heart. Yeah. By the way, should we start, and I don't know if he ever says this, I really wish he does, refer to the chip in his head as just Jiminy Cricket.
0: No, but I love that. I like it. I always refer to it as his (laughs) V-chip. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Haiti Remember, and join us next time when we dust off the I and team and goodbye, Iowa, when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks.